Oh, a most beautiful thing. Thank you, family, so much for choosing to share this with us today. Good morning, beautiful people of God. It is such a blessing to look and see your faces, feel your spirits, to be aware of your face of God this morning. We are here on Pride Sunday, some of us more here than others, amen. <laughs> we are here on Pride Sunday, and that means for some of us that you might be here for your first time in this church. And we're here for a lot of other things, not the least of which is a little worship of God, I hope, amen. And we come to this place and I ask that as we begin, that God would bless my words and my heart and all that's offered. But even more importantly, I would say, that God would bless you in this time and your ability to look upon one another and see the face of God reflecting back, remembering that God is both familiar and unfamiliar, that God is new to us and young and old to us and very deep, that God is sometimes very strange, beautifully so, and that God is sometimes as comforting as the most familiar thing we can know. That God is old friend and new friend. That God is all of this and all of you. I ask you to take just a moment and look and notice God shines through each of us in this place. Last night, as we were celebrating at Pride and in that wonderful float and going through the Montrose, and the crowds were loud and proud all along the streets. I was looking out and doing this too because you make this possible, right? We practice seeing God in one another here and we can see God in one another all sorts of places and that is the point. And so walking that pride parade and looking out and seeing God's face again, I felt like we are we and we and we that the family of God is truly and surely all over. What a beautiful thing. And I thought about why we were there and how we came to be there. And I remembered that 42 years ago tomorrow, in a small bar in New York City, police raided that establishment that was filled with teachers and bankers and sex workers and actors and the unemployed and lawyers and criminals. People whose people came from Ireland and England and France. People whose people had come from Jamaica and Brazil and Puerto Rico, from Africa via Alabama, <laughs> whose people had come from all over. And the police came in with the intention of harassing, demeaning, assaulting, diminishing, and surely arresting. And this was an everyday occurrence. It was not illegal. It was not unexpected. 
It was not unusual. And it happened because they were. Those people in that bar that might look a lot like the people in this church were those things. They were illegal. They were invisible. They were unacceptable. And that day was no different from any other day in the world in which they lived then. How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I bear pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day long? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Give light to my eyes, or I will sleep the sleep of death, and my enemy will say, I have prevailed. My foes will rejoice because I'm shaken. But I trust in your steadfast love. My heart, my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord for God has dealt bountifully with us. And that day became unlike any other day. And those people threw open the doors of that closed, locked-in place, and they threw a lot of other things besides. They threw bar stools and bottles. They threw chairs and high heels. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> they say it's true, and I choose to believe it. They threw open the doors, and they threw open themselves, and they threw whatever they could and they ran into the streets and they found that God was in the streets. Because God who opens things which are closed, God who makes free that which is bound and captive, God who brings life in the face of death was in and with them that day. God was not in the police officers was not in the words they spoke or the things they did. God was in the streets. And that's why we take to the streets every year. I know some of you think that we take to the streets so we can wear that really cute pair of shorts a few years ago. <laughs> I know some of you think we take to the streets because what a wonderful party. All those people, one place, all sorts of stuff to do, good music, good food. Some people, and that's all good. But we take to the streets on this anniversary of pride because God is in the streets. And those streets were open through God and the lives of those people so that we could walk them. No longer illegal, no longer invisible, no longer unacceptable. Sure, some people might say, but we know different. And we live different. And we take to the streets because God in us is in the streets, and we meet them there. 
We meet God there. We go into the streets because we know that each and every time we do so, our very bodies, hearts, minds, spirits, the things we do or don't do or say, that doesn't all matter so much. The fact that we show up there and we smile and we sing and we dance and we laugh and we pray and we praise and we pray and we praise and we break bread in the streets and we say, for real, God loves you. We don't have to figure it out. We don't have to work it out. We know it. And in our knowing of this thing, we help others know what they already know but just don't know how to know it. <laughs> right? Because we do know, even when we don't know what we know. And sometimes we need help to know it for real. And that's what we do, because God already put it in here. God is already put in you there. And if you're in this service today, and you think, I'm not so sure if this church service is for me, because I don't have an L, a G, a B, a T. I'm a straight friend, ally, family member, and this is this church, and it is Pride Sunday, so it's not really for me. I'll think again. Because we are all free by the grace of God. And we are all brothers and sisters, and the God that we have come to know and love cares very much that we are family to each other and the rest are details. This is about God and God's people, all of us. And on the other side, if you're showing up here for the first time because you got the LGBTQ alphabet thing going, <laughs> you're just not so sure about the church thing going, and you're not sure if the God thing is for you, well, think again on that. Because the God we know happens here for sure. But it happens all sorts of places. God is in the streets with you. You can run, but you cannot hide. You can go, but you cannot go too far. You can head somewhere different, but God is going to meet you there. And so we know that this is the right place for us all, because you're already part of us. This is the truth we proclaim. Last night, we were blessed by the ministry of the singing on the float. It was wonderful, and one of the recorded songs was Katy Perry's Firework. Baby, you're, come on, somebody sing it, I can't. Fire, you're a firework, let your colors burst, you know, let them go, oh, 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 open up, be who you are, let your light out, explode across the sky, let everyone see who you are, because baby, you're a firework. You were created for that. And that song was playing on the, on the float, and we were walking, and I was looking out at the people and singing. Okay, I was singing, but it was loud then, so nobody could hear. <laughs> so I was singing, but I was singing, looking in their eyes, and you know how they would just light up. Somebody is standing here singing at me that I can shoot across the sky. I am everything that that little part of me that knows that I am, that doesn't know that I know that yet, hopes is true. Because somebody's saying, your life is worthy. And it has meaning and purpose. And you are created by God, and it is good. And there's that little place in all of us that says, I know. I'm out here loud and proud. I'm feeling good about my life. My life is worthy. Isn't it? Right? We know. There's loud and proud, and then there's loud and God proud. 
right? Out in God crowd, knowing what you know deep inside that you are wholly created for God. This is for all of us. Whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. And God says to us, whoever welcomes you welcomes me and the God who sent me. Because I'm all up in it. Welcome. Open it up. Open yourself up. Let me in. Let one another in. Let God in. It's all the same thing. But you got to open up. you got to get out in every kind of way. And you have to show that and share that. You have to head for the streets. You have to head for the streets of the places that you try and hold off from one another, from yourselves. The places that feel protected and barred, closed, shut down, set apart. You have to head for those streets and discover for yourself God is in those streets. You have to move with the one that is moving you and allow God to show you that there are prophets and righteous ones, that there are people everywhere around us that speak the truth that we need to hear and that God is in them and we can welcome God through them and God is in the streets that we cannot hide away the truth of God's love. God is so much bigger than us. Do you all know that probably just about right now, Reverend Pat Baumgartner from MCC New York is the Grand Marshal of the New York City Pride Parade today. Who would have known, right? 42 years later, one of our people is riding along in a big, fabulous parade on a day when they're celebrating what? The fact that we can legally get married there. Right? This woman who preaches and teaches and lives Christ prophetically and righteously in among our people. God is in the streets today. And we welcome God. Jesus gives these words to the disciples, us, the disciples, us, right? The disciples, us, says, gives these words, welcome. Welcome and be welcomed and God is there. At the end of chapter 10 of the book of Matthew, and that chapter is the missionary discourse, meaning the go on out, get out of here, get going discourse. And he opens that chapter by calling them by name. These are the names of the disciples, name by name. And he mentions that they're about to go out and do something very important, and he's going to give authority for them. What's he going to do? Is he going to go judge the people? Is he going to tell them to go tell them what three things they need to do best in order for God to love them? No. He tells the disciples, I will give you authority to go. Cast out the unclean demons. Heal disease. Go and be a cleansing, healing truth in the world. Do away with sickness. I will give you that authority. Heal in me. And he didn't send them out to heal other folks. He said, don't go to the Samaritans or the Gentiles. Go to your own folks. Go among your own people and do this thing. Heal the people that are of you and with you. And don't think it's going to be easy just because they're familiar. In fact... 
I want you to go proclaim this good news. The kingdom of heaven is near. Right near. Sounds very simple. Near to you and you and you. He didn't qualify it. Go tell the people the good news. The kingdom of heaven is near. Now, sounds simple, but it's going to cost you, he says. It's going to be a lot harder than you think. It's going to be like lambs going into the wolves. Because we cannot always hear that the kingdom of heaven is near. Amen. There are places in us that are so afraid it isn't true. There are places in us that are so afraid that we're not worthy, that we cannot hear the good news. And sometimes when we can't hear, we do things from that place that can harm those that are bringing the healing. And Jesus says, go out and do it anyway. Love them anyway. If they're welcoming your healing, if they welcome you, they welcome me. If they open their houses, their hearts, their lives, Go in and bear the peace I bear through you. Bring this good news to them and let their lives be opened as well. And if they do not welcome you, leave with the peace that you have and move on. Not being ugly, but there are so many of your peoples everywhere who are hungering and thirsting for the peace and the truth of God's love that you cannot delay. You don't need to convince anybody. You just need to feed and heal everybody. Go out and live it and make your way. And he assures them, have no fear. As you go out, what is covered will be uncovered. The things that are hidden away in darkness will be brought to light. You don't need to worry about making it plain. I'll make it plain, God says. Give me a little time. You don't need to worry about what you will say because the Holy Spirit will give you the words. You open your life to the Spirit, and the Spirit will speak through you. Go forth. And yes, it costs. It costs to preach a God of love. When you tell your families, and your friends, and your neighbors, God loves all of us. And when you say that and you mean it, and then you live it as if it's true, it can cost you. Sometimes our family and our friends and our communities cannot hear that truth, and we will have to make a choice. Do you believe that God loves you or not? Do you choose to hear the place in you that knows that it's true, but doesn't know yet how to know it? Are you willing to listen and to live from that place in the world? Anyway, you might lose some folks along the way. God's love covers it all. Don't worry about that. You go forward and you be the love that God has created in you. Because when we are willing to lose our lives for the sake of this kind of love, we save them when we are willing to give up the life that has been lived in and through us through doubt and fear and old messages about who we can and cannot be, our lives are saved. 
And when we live this for others in the world, in the streets, proclaiming God in the streets, lives are really saved. Really saved. I'm talking eternal and right now. There are people sitting in this place right now whose lives have literally been saved because the love of God has been spoken and lived in their presence because they welcomed one who welcomed God and God came in the door and healed their lives. And that's because we know that God's in the streets. Some of us were in the streets, running the streets, literally put out of our homes on the streets. But there were some of us, some of you, some of God's people that knew that God was in the streets and went in the streets and found the places where God needed to be known. God is in the streets. There is nowhere that we will go. There is no place that is shut off. What is hidden in darkness will be brought to the light. You cannot hide away or run away. It cannot be denied or arrested unto death. It is true. You just cannot stay where you are once you move with God in the streets. You just throw open those doors and you stand your ground and you know what you know and you welcome all in and you come out to the people who need you there and you proclaim with your life and your faith and your love that God is in the streets. And so people, beautiful people of God, here's what we know. We're called to go. Go with God, go where God is, go as God, go anywhere you want, find God there. Go, people of God, and be. Be people of God. Be who God has created you to be. Be one who knows what you know truly. Be the truth and the way and the life and the one that has placed those things within you. Go and be and free. Be free yourself of those old streets you used to inhabit headed for the new streets where God is calling you. Be free from the places where you were locked up and couldn't step past the doorway. Be free from all that and then free. Do it. Free others. Free others with the light of God within you, with the word of God within you, with the life of God within you, with the truth of God within you. Help them know that they can know what they already know. Go be free. God is in the streets. Praise God and hallelujah.